Hi, this is Norm Augustinus. I'm sorry I missed your call. After tone, leave your name and number. I'll get back to you. Hi, Norm. I want to tell you a story about something that happened to me while on vacation with my parents. My father worked for General Motors and every year he got 10 days off. He worked as a supervisor in the paint department. Norm, one year we went to Mackinac Island, which is situated in the upper peninsula of Michigan. On Mackinac Island, there is a legendary hotel called The Grand. There are fudge shops and horses too. Also on the island is a military fort called Fort Mackinac. The fort is well known because of an encounter that occurred on the island between American artillerymen and British soldiers in 1812. During the summertime, the fort is open and tourists can explore the fort. On the third day of our vacation, I stumbled across an old cannon that had been mounted atop a wheeled carriage. The sign on the cannon said that visitors were encouraged to sit atop the cannon. The cannon was genuine and had been on the grounds of the fort since day one. Next to the cannon there was a stack of iron cannonballs. I climbed onto the cannon and wrapped my legs around it while my mother took my picture. It was great fun. I was smiling and laughing and making boom sounds with my mouth in an attempt to mimic the firing of a cannon. Norm while my parents were laughing and eating honey roasted cashews, I felt a sudden powerful hit to my genitals. It felt like Mike Tyson had punched my pussy barefisted. My young tight body rocked uncontrollably atop the historic cannon. Of course, I yelled for help but it was no use. Have you ever watched a cowboy try to break a wild horse? The cowboy's body is thrown every which way as the horse tries to throw the rider. That was me. My moans and my big jugs flopping up and down attracted a lot of attention from tourists that were visiting the fort. When my mom realized I was taking a huge dick from someone inside the 200-year-old cannon, she started screaming. I was banged out for nearly an hour atop that cannon. Lucky for me, men dressed as soldiers were able to pull my body off the enormous cock that jutted out from the top of that old cannon. According to the police, an American soldier crawled into the barrel of the cannon over 200 years earlier in an attempt to keep from getting killed during the Fort Mackinac skirmish of 1812. The soldier was perfectly preserved. His gigantic schlong was lying directly under a hole in the cannon that was used to light the gunpowder that would fire the cannon. Norm when my sweet, tight pussy was directly over that gunpowder hole, the soldier's prick came to life, and it pushed its way up through the gunpowder lighting hole and into my tight, wet, throbbing, juicy cunt. My eyes rolled back like a shark eating a trigger fish as the cock entered my lux fuck hole. I had never felt anything like it. The authorities can't explain it, but at a young age I was violently fucked by a dead British soldier crammed inside a war cannon. I have an audio recording of what it sounded like as I took his mummified dick as I sat atop that cannon. I'll play it now. That is the end of the recording. This dead mummified American soldier may have been a coward, but on that day, I discovered my pussy and my clitoris and I'm grateful for him. To me this man is a hero. I was given a miniature model of the old cannon by the Mackinac Island Chamber of Commerce. 
Additionally, where my dripping pussy moved back and forth atop the cannon, years of oxidation was removed, and officials were delighted to discover that the cannon was made of bronze and not made of iron. The people that operate Fort Mackinac cut out a section of the bronze cannon so that they could display the dead soldier's 200-year-old cock. Once the section was removed, the administrators of the fort installed a thick piece of glass directly over his dick. Alongside the cannon, they erected a warning sign. That sign reads, Attention ladies, do not sit on the cannon. Ten inches of unexpected meat will slam into your stretched out pussy. My father framed the panties I wore that day when I got porked on that cannon and he hung them over our fireplace. Norm that alarm means it's time for me to go. I try to come every 15 minutes. I plan on coming every 15 minutes until I die. All my friends call me come panty. You can call me come panty too. <coughs> Bye. End of messages. He wishes he could have killed his grandmother. His mother says everything he touches turns to shit. He's been to jail, spent 24 hours in a mental institution, and unsuccessfully tried to kill himself three times. And now, live via the internet, absolutely fucking loot free, Norm Augustinus. Hang on, will ya? <clears throat> so I read a study about birds just recently. Honest to God, it was in a bird periodical. And in this study, they said, they didn't know why, they had 150 birds. I think it was 150 birds. In an area that you could walk through, it had a hallway. And you could walk through the hallway, and the birds were along the hallway. It was a study. It was a scientific study. And you could walk through the hallway, and then the birds were in these cages. Or these they weren't cages. I think they were plexiglass containers, cages, with air holes and stuff like that. So there'd be no real blockage to their view. And then the study, they did this. They had men walk down a hallway, this hallway. They had men walk down the hallway. And when they went past the cages, it was a narrow hallway. When they went past the cages, they would use cameras and things like that to see how the birds reacted to the man. Say like somebody like me, somebody really handsome, somebody well-spoken, somebody high, highly educated like your correspondent, Norm Augustinus. They had someone like me and not so much like you. They had them walk down a hallway and then they watched the responses of the birds. The birds as the person walked down the hallway. I don't know why they would do the study. It sounds like something that I would do. They would walk down the hallway. They would have all these cameras. They would study the eyes of the bird, study the way the bird acted as the person walked past their, their containers. Just a long hallway. I think it said it was 50 or 75 feet long. I can't be sure for sure. And they'd study this person going down the hallway. And what did they find out? They found out, and then they had women do it forgot this part. They had women do it. The women would walk down a 75-foot hallway or 100-foot or 50-foot, whatever it was. The birds were tied in on them, and they would walk down the hallway, and they studied the results of both the man and the woman as, the, as this person walked down the hallway. And what do you think they found out? I think you already know what they found out, because that's why you're into this fucking recording. That's why you listen to your correspondent. Armagostinus.com, head over there now. That's why you listen to me. 
What they found out was that the birds would reel back when a bitch went down the hallway. An American bimbo walks down the hallway. When they walked down this hallway, they found that the birds would reel back, would jump back to the back of their enclosure. More times than not. They didn't even want to stay around. They'd move back, they'd repel, they'd reel back as the woman walked down the hallway. This American woman, typical American bitch, whatever it is, whatever it could possibly be, big, titted imbecile with jet black hair, fucking heavy eye makeup like she's died and come back to life, walking down the hallway. The birds would reel back. They were panicky. They were scared. That's what they were basically saying. Now, they had a guy like me walk down the hallway. Maybe even someone like you. You're a good person working 40, 50 hours a fucking week at some factory on Grossback Highway in Roseville, Michigan. Maybe somebody like you. CNC machine, a lathe. Now, they had a real person walk down the hallway. What do you think they found? What the results were? They tried to publish this study, and they couldn't publish it. It was blocked everywhere, this, this study. They would not allow this study to be published, like everything else. What they found was the birds came to the front of the enclosure when a man walked down this 70-foot or 100-foot fucking hallway. They found that. The birds would move to the man, closer, as close as they could get. When the big-titted bimbo, the vacuous American idiot, walked down the hall with her fucking black scarecrow hair, when she walked down the hall with her big goddamn jugs and her big ass, big fucking cakes, big jumbo ass. When she walked down the hallway, the birds would move away. What do you think that is? I mean, supposedly a bird doesn't have much of ability to think. He's got a small mind, like a fucking dime or smaller. But he is still frightened. He was still repelled by the female. Now, that's all telling. In the same instance, they said that birds were having a problem psychologically living on this planet, at least in the United States, when I see this planet, unfortunately, when you live in America, you think you're the planet. They said they had a problem with this, the birds flying around. Well, what's the problem? The problem is every time a bird flies over anything, any area, any fucking village, any town, any little city, anywhere, and there's some bitch sitting on a fucking, on a, what do they call it, blanket, picnic blanket she's rolled it out in the grounds every time they fly over there all they see is some bitch sucking some guy's cock all this bird sees is some chick on all fours taking 10 inches up her anus up her fucking brown eye her stink star her beaver this is all a bird sees well man believe it or not animals know when something's fucking that's innate that's built into us all animals understand and recognize intercourse i mean that's what they do but according to this thing that I read, when they walked down this hall in this other sister story, saying that birds were having trouble psychologically, less of a luster, because everywhere a bird flies, there's some chick giving somebody head. She's trying to get hers. She's trying to get whatever, her house payments, your 401k, your Tesla stock. She's trying to get it. And the quickest way to get it is through your fucking knob, imbecile. I mean, take the, take the lesson of what birds are doing, what's happening to birds. Take the lesson of this study. I think the study said it cost $3.8 million, and they did it over a period of 7 or 10 years. That's how big the study was. I mean, if a bird is scared shitless of a woman, why would you put a bird in a house with a woman? You see the bullshit? This is torture. The bird's there. He wants to go home to somebody like me, somebody like you. But now you're sending him home 
against his will, he's panicking to some bitch, and she's going to put him next to her bed, and all this fucking bird's going to do is what? She's got him next to her bed. She thinks it's so cute. At night, she puts a cover over the cage, or she doesn't. All that bird will see is her fucking sucking dick. Dick and more dick, and on top of dick, triple times a dick. That's all his parakeet will see. He's next to her bed. Cum stains all over the bed. She's on all fours taking fucking 10 inches. She's on all 69ing. She's scissoring her fucking neighbor. This is all the bird sees. He don't want that. He wants to live with someone like you. He wants to be around someone like you. Now, I'm using this bird study because in its simplest forms, look at it, distilled down. That's really what we're looking at. He wants to fucking be next to you if he's a parakeet and he's going home. You're on your bed, you're examining your ham radio, you're on your bed, you're looking at some electronic thing you ordered from Amazon, you're on, who knows what it is, that's what a bird wants to live. Every goddamn thing with regards to a female involves her cunt. Cunt, semen, pussy juices, assholes, that's all it involves. What kind of life is that? Why does anybody want to live like that? I mean, look at the bird. He's flying around. It doesn't matter where he's going. He thinks there's a good area up there where he can get some seeds, some fucking berries. And he thinks this is a great area. He flies over maybe 50 or 75 fucking bimbos, some bitches that are blowing and sucking and fucking and their fucking legs are spread. And look how sexy I am. Another whore, their whole family of whores, one whore after another until she's here now today. That's what the bird sees. The poor parakeet. For any animal, as I said, they have the ability to understand intercourse. It's a study on birds. They walked an idiot down the hallway with her stilettos on, with her big goddamn cucumbers hanging off her chest, her fucking jet black hair. They walked this idiot down the hallway and the birds reeled back. They didn't reel back when they saw you and I because we're the fucking worker bees. We're the people of value of this country. They know this. When a bird flies over men, what do they see? Fucking bird sees a guy swinging a hammer. That's me, a man like you and I. He sees him swinging a hammer. He sees him using machines to lift eye beams. He sees this man running high lows. He sees this man doing all kinds of things, cutting lawns, working on roads. The bird says, what a good person. Look at this fucker work. Then he flies over some bitch or anything to do with a bitch, and all he sees is a fucking 10 or 12 inch cock and some chick's ass, and she's on a fucking basket, on a fucking blanket with a picnic basket there. She's got him completely isolated. She's now trying to mind fuck him against you. She's scared of you. You could actually help your friend with the bitch she's hanging, with him hanging around that bitch. They're sick of it. That's what they see when birds fly over us. They see people working. They see us fucking with a lunch bucket and a thermos. They see us building block buildings, don't they? They see us building big ponds in wealthy people's backyards with all kinds of equipment. This is what a bird sees. He feels comfortable with that. He knows that has something to do with living, to, trying to etch out a life on this planet. When he ever flies over a bitch, what does he see? And this study prompted this thought with me, this theory with me. When he flies over a bitch, what is she on? She's on all fucking fours. She's on her back with her legs spread. Her eyes rolled back like a shark eating a fucking trigger fish as she takes 14 inches up her smelly cunt. What the fuck are you doing, man? Why can't you see what's going on? I'm trying to help you. No, I'm not some kind of misogynist. I'm just a person raising fucking some kind of thing and try to alert this people to this danger. Alert people to the danger. I mean, if you get electrocuted once, you don't want to get electrocuted again, do you?
Can you imagine that? A bird study. A bird study. And every fucking mammal knows this. Fucking whales. Whales were made, for, were killed for perfume. They're gone. They're fucking gone, man. This, the disguise, the stench of stink coming out of this woman's cunt. It was, they were killed. They were slaughtered one after another to make perfume. That's what a whale was. Buffaloes. They used to fucking look down the fucking prairie and they'd see buffaloes for 50 miles. That's how much they were. Well, bitches wanted that fur. They're gone now. This goes on and on and on like this. Minks, they were wiped out. Now we're trying to farm them. Wiped out because a bitch wanted a mink. That's you. You're next. You're next and you're going to go, fuck stick. Man, I'm trying to tell you that you're in fucking trouble, man. And I see it coming. This ain't a fucking joke. Man, you're, you're in trouble and I'm telling you to get the fuck out of there. Whatever you're doing right now, whatever chick you're diddling or cunt with right now, get out of there. You're fucking good as dead. The birds are telling you this. The animals know. When a fucking hurricane's coming, when something's happening on Earth, the first thing you do is look up and you see birds going the other goddamn way. They're telling us something. It's the same thing with this. They're telling us something. If a bird is afraid of a bitch with her jet black fucking thin hair, her goddamn half inch of makeup, her fucking stiletto heels, her large ass, she's walking down there like, and she doesn't, she doesn't own anything. She doesn't own anything. She's two hundred thousand, a hundred thousand dollars in debt. She's walking down the hall, and a fucking bird knows this. Warning, 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 warning. I liked it when it was simpler. I liked it when it was fucking easier. Now, they weren't fucking giving you a head because they were trying to get a house, a four hundred one k plan, fucking Elon Musk stock. They weren't giving. They were giving you a head because they loved you. It was actually possible you could be loved at one time by a female. They especially love you when they hit over 40 or 37 or 40 because now they can't make a fucking living. Now they're out of gas. They took it and took it and took it and period themselves and period themselves and bled all over the fucking county, all over the country, really. And now they're out of gas. Now they'll take you. Fuckstick, you suddenly look appealing to them. Oh boy, I got, I got myself a woman. You got nothing. You got a woman that fucking doesn't know herself. She's been performing and posing since she was 13 goddamn years old. You got a bipolar mental fuck in your house. And I'm telling you, never go to bed without a machete. You'll need a machete. When she comes at you, you can chop her fucking head right off. I've done that. I've done it. I once went to Jake Lamana when I was in New York City. I lived there for years. He showed me how to knock a woman unconscious in a half-inch punch. Honest to God, he showed it to me, performed it to me. We had a good time. We drank some fucking booze. He showed me how to hit her. He held this fuck. You know what he used was a, you ever see a wig head? It was a, it's a thing you put a wig on. The head of a, it's like what hairdressers and shit, they put a wig on it. It's like this styrofoam head. He took a styrofoam head because he told me his bitch was gone. I don't remember her name. They got divorced. She wasn't living with him anymore. But conveniently, she did find his fucking championship belt and she did pawn it. Never came back to him ever again. He took this fucking mannequin head, this styrofoam head, and he just held his fist in it half inch. He said, Norm, that's all you got to do to knock a, a woman unconscious. You know, that's one of the greatest things I've ever learned of all time here. People always look for the last words when a person dies. They don't know nothing. They never did know nothing. Nobody knows nothing. But, man, that was the greatest fucking thing I've ever been shown. He said, you'll have to use it one day. He said, be careful. Use it sparingly, but that will 
It'll help you in the long run. That's the greatest piece of advice I've ever fucking got. How to knock a woman unconscious with your fist closed in a half inch of distance. That's all it took, man. I mean, man, fucking birds, man, are telling you that this fucking chick is dangerous. And you're running to her. Little fucking little, little goddamn angel, little fucking little, little sweet thing, my friend fucking Eric. He's gone now. He died a long time ago in a motorcycle accident. Little fucking sweet things, you goddamn angel, little fucking angel. He told me the way to do it was this. The guy was worth a fortune. It really was. Real estate. He'd just pick up a hitchhiker and fuck her and then throw off a goddamn card. It was just like he was married for that little bit of time. It was great. I learned this lesson from him. I said, Eric, all the dough you got and stuff, you're not worried about lawsuits and trouble and all the fucking investments you have? No, not at all, he said. They're hitchhiking. He says they know what it is. It's an open contract to kill. It's a fucking contract. It's like the fucking mafia or something is signed a con. It's just like that. It's no difference. You fuck and you free them and get out of there. I said, what was it like when you talk off? He said, a lot of squealing wheels. I heard a lot of squealing wheels. That was his wheel squealing as he was getting the fuck out of there. Man, I was with a hitchhiker once. I picked one up thanks to Eric because he advised me it was good, it was good fun, clean fun. I picked a bitch up once. She scared the shit out of me. She stunk the car up. I don't know what it was when she took a last dick. I don't know what it was. She scared the shit out of me. She started talking loony. I said to her I'd stop at a store that we were passing to buy her some maxi pads. That's what she asked for. I mean, what kind of hitchhiker asked for fucking maxi pads? I don't want maxi pads. I want the possibility of your dick deep inside your fuckhole of my dick. Not her dick. And I stopped at the store. You know, she came in after 10 minutes and I saw her. I was hiding behind one of the aisles. She was looking for me like I had been with her for 15 years. She thought she caught a sight of me and she was looking down one particular aisle and then came down the aisle like the Terminator bitch, the female version. She came down aisle after aisle like that, going up and down, up and down. I could barely keep ahead of her until I got in my fucking car and took off and tore the fucking rear axle right off. That's not a joke, man. It had a fucking rear axle. It had a differential in the rear and had a drive shaft. I hit the car so fast the whole fucking rear end turned off. The, the drive shaft blew off. It actually, there's bearings in it, and there's this fucking drive shaft bearing thing. It blew that off. And when it blew that off, it started beating the drive shaft on the rear different, the differential and the axle, and the whole goddamn thing came off. I looked like something in a fucking movie, but thankfully, she couldn't find me because I spun off and went into a dirt road and was on the side of the road. And even with my head ducked down, I didn't want her to find me. You don't want them to ever find you, fuckstick. You just don't want that. What am I talking about here? I'm talking about the danger, man. I'm talking about the fucking fear of danger you have. Don't fucking fall for that bitch, man. She's just come. She came 15 minutes ago, I guarantee you. She can't stop playing with her cunt. This is how they handle stress. It's one fucking orgasm after another. She's got the smelliest fingers you've ever seen. If you went up to her right hand that you shake hands with her and smelled under her fingernails, you would start to fucking vomit. What do they say, chunks? You'd start to fucking vomit. What's the matter? I I can't talk right now. Yeah, I, I'm just not feeling so good right now. I'm, I'm not feeling any good right now. I mean, look what you get into when you're around a woman. All kinds of smelly juices, a shithole 
fecal matter, piss, urine, in this fucking suitcase, this luggage atop her neck that's got all this twisted shit in it that she's done since she was 14 years old. That is spooky. I'd rather be back in Vietnam. I was there 18 months, two tours. I didn't, I'd rather be there. You could predict you knew what they were thinking. It wasn't an American bitch out to fucking take you out. There's just some things I was thinking about. I read this goddamn thing, this article about the birds down a hallway on each side of the hallway, and they watch closely if the birds, how they reacted. In every instance, a bird don't want to be around a bitch. They know it. They've seen what they do. Here's the man. The man's fucking hammering and putting the framing up on a house. The bird has seen this many times because he flies above him. And he's seen a bitch on all fours taking a dick. He's seen a chick scissoring some slut in some field on top of a blanket. He's seen that and he's decided he understands that one's bad, the other's good. And you're the goody. They're the baddie, fucks dick. Look at the torture we do to this. Putting fucking parakeets and shit in a room with a bitch when they've done this study. And that's why they try to block the study, because who would buy a parakeet then? Who'd bring the parakeet into a female's room? She'd be pissed. She'd get all her other sluts and dykes together. This group of animals that they call American women, they'd get them together, and they'd boycott whoever was fucking selling the whatever was trying to do this and, and somehow get rid of the parakeets or anything else that could actually expose them for what they are, which is fucking trouble. You bring a dog into the house, a dog's got 10 billion receptors in his nose. I've talked about this once or twice before. 10 billion receptors in his nose. He can smell up to five miles from wherever he is. Now you bring this fucking dog that she's, quote, unquote, rescued. She always says rescued because now she looks good. She's done nothing her whole fucking life. She rescued an animal. I rescued it. How do you rescue an animal if he's being fed fucking five times a day and he's a heated fucking room? In some building, you're not rescuing it. You're hurting it because he's not going to ever live the lifestyle he just had when he comes to fuck home with you. Why? Because he's got 10 billion receptors in his fucking nose. He can smell that cunt and he smells it nonstop. If you're a man, you know what I'm talking about. I once visited a friend of mine in Woodstock, New York. He, When I came into the house, I smelled pussy. They were fucking. Honest to God. I smelled pussy and I wanted to leave immediately. I said, can I use your bathroom, Mike? And I went into the fucking bathroom and there was condoms in there floating, knotted off, floating inside the fucking toilet from all the fucking they took. Is this all you can do with a goddamn woman? They were fucking. Man, the dog's got 10 billion receptors. All he's doing is smelling concentrated pussy. His eyes are crossed. He can't think no more. He's lackluster. He's sick. And then she takes him to a female vet. And then he smells her pussy. Look at the vet. He's going to make him better. They're going to dope him up, give him shots, cut him open. Look what's wrong. What's wrong is this. He can't fucking take the stench of pussy, man. Nobody can. Myself included. I've been in many, many situations like that, and unfortunately, I've usually liked the female, and I couldn't all out give it to her like I wanted to give it to her. I just frequently went out the door, took deep breaths of fucking air, acted like I was taking a walk for a second, and came back in so I could get my mind right again. How much of that can you smell? I love you so much. That ain't enough. That's not enough. Man, shut up. I love you. Shut up. But I do. Shut up. The stench of a fucking pussy in a goddamn house with a dog. You've killed a dog. That's why there are so many runaways. They don't understand this. 
Why are there fucking 19 million dogs? I read this. Wandering the streets. They don't want to go back. They'd rather be free. They can smell regular air. Going by a factory, they can smell machine oil burning. Going by a mushroom farm, they can smell mushrooms and shit being cultivated. Going by anything like that, they'd prefer other than being trapped in that house with some whore who's going to control them. Ideally, what they want is to be able to give them a command of kill to kill you. She's not loving them. She's using the dog. Put a dog in there, you put a cat in there, they just want out. I don't know why I went on this. I didn't want to go on this this long. I don't know how many, how long I've gone on it. But they're just using the, the people, aren't they? The dogs, the, the, anything in their goddamn way. I mean, like I always say, and then we're going to move on. How can you have a human being? How can somebody, a female, they call a female in America, how can this female wander around at night? They always go out at night, by the way, because you can't see them as good. They like to party at night. You can't see them as good. That's why they go out at night. This bitch can go to your corner bar. I don't know what it's called, Pete's Bar and Grill. She can go to your corner bar and grill. She can sit at the counter on one of the stools or whatever it is, get some drinks. She can scope in, zoom in on some dude, and bring him home, a complete fucking stranger. And now she's on the bed with her legs fucking spread, her kneecaps hitting her ears, her eyes are rolled back like a shark eating a trigger fish. She's salivating, her pussy's dripping all over the bed. And here comes out the bathroom or whatever, wherever the dude was. Here comes him with his 10-inch dick fully erect. And she can take it, man. Man, she can take it. For the love of fucking God, that can't be normal. I mean, what kind of goddamn world is this? That can't be normal. And then she's an HR director. She's the HR specialist at ever, whatever shithole you're enslaved to. She's the HR person, man. There she is. Just took 10 or 12 inches in her cunt. Didn't know the guy from Adam. I used to fucking date women for four months before I'd go down near their pussy. I had to slowly get used to the pussy, and that's what you do. Chick is in your car, chick's out at the restaurant with you, chick's at the fucking carnival, chick's at whatever, a store, a mall, you're walking with her. Of course, that odor is always there, and you're getting yourself built up, an immunity. You'll be able to take it in in small doses, and eventually, you can take in the big dose when she fucking jams your head between her cunt and makes you eat her out. You can't take it all of a sudden. You can't go all of a sudden, dry up your fucking cortisone, dry up your all kinds of fucking chemicals in your head. That's what they found out. Dries up chemicals in your goddamn head. It just does. What do they call it? It's, it's all dried up. One chemical. Patch Adams worked on it. They found this fucking chemical will dry up and they'd freeze. That's what's happened to these people. But they'll never announce that. They'll never admit that. Whenever you're out with a chick, understand it's a starter. It's a training period. It's a break-in period. You're now starting to smell her pussy in small doses. Now, eventually... If you get hooked up to this whore, she won't even care anymore. You're with her three, five, seven years. There'll be pads all over the fucking on top of the toilet tank. She doesn't care. There'll be blood stains all over the goddamn bed. She might have her period while you're in bed watching TV. Whatever it is, she doesn't care anymore. Now you take it full dose or fuck you. I never wanted that. I wanted to fuck and go. Fuck and go. Fuck and go. That's what I wanted. Be out there fucking on the lake or something like I like to do here. I live in upper northern Michigan on 100 acres in the middle of nowhere. And you're fucking on a boat. You can't really smell pussy. You already smell the kind of swampy water. 
And the pussy smells almost just like that with a lot of dead fish at the shoreline. You're out there, you're fucking, you're getting used to it. Hey, man, this isn't so bad. I can't tell her, cunt, from the dead fucking trout, the dead catfish, the dead bluegills, the panfish, a dead mus fucking muskie over there. I can't tell the difference. It's okay now. I can start fucking. Who would want that? I mean, if you whack off, you don't own nothing. There's no long-term repercussions. There's no odor. There's no fucking court system coming at you. I don't fuck would ever get married anyways. The only reason you get married is for the possibility to be hooked up with somebody young. That's the only possible reason you'd ever get married that I could say. Birds are understanding everything about it. The situation we're in. They don't want it. They're sick, according to the article. I said psychologically sick. Whenever they fly over high area, high influx, where there's a lot of chicks at, living there like a college campus or some shit like that, whenever you fly over that, that's all a bird sees. And they found decreased populations of birds anywhere where there's fucking mixed fucking anything and all kinds of people from other countries. And they're all bitches all there with the same mindset. They don't dare have another mindset. They they now find out that these things won't fly over these areas. You're at, say, say you're at fucking... Michigan State or University of Michigan or some shit like that. They notice that there's not a lot of birds that fly over these areas. Why? Because there's a high concentration of fucking bitches. They're there. They're stinking up the area. They're fucking. Animals don't want that. Animals want to sit on a leaf. They want to sit on a branch. That's what they want. They want to go to a leaf, go to a branch, sit on the side of a lake in the early morning at 4 a.m. and make sounds. That's what they want. They don't want this other shit. Look how they're impacting everything. And if you don't think they impact everything and destroy everything, look at the goddamn whale. Look at the whale. Fucking stick a big rod in him till he's dead and bring him back and make him into perfume so he can fucking extinct these people and make people be able to somehow be around a pussy. Please don't understand. This is not some attack on women. I had three goddamn sisters. They're all gone now. It's the best thing that ever fucking happened to me. They're all gone. When you're sitting in your goddamn room and you're wishing for a bitch, be thankful, motherfucker. You're wishing for a bitch. You got your dick in your hand. You're looking at whatever you're looking on the internet or some porn or some cattle. Whatever you're looking at, be grateful. You're not in trouble. You're not in danger. You got to go through all kinds of approval before you even get pussy. Remember that. She shows you her friend and this friend and that friend and that friend. As soon as two of the fucking five friends says you're a zero, you're gone. She wants somebody to fucking illuminate her, man. Spotlight her. Give her some buzz. I didn't want to talk about that long. Whatever it was I was talking. I don't often know what I talk about. It just starts coming. I have that kind of magic, that kind of ability. But I want to talk about something that was kind of disturbing. Kind of disturbing with regards to a missing person. I just don't know how to say it otherwise. People listen to these. These goddamn recordings get over a 100,000 downloads a week. Why, I don't know. Just being myself. Don't make a penny. Just being myself. That's it. That's the fucking key. You don't need 10 fucking $500 microphones, do you? You don't need all kinds of expensive fucking equipment and soundproofing. You don't need none of that shit. I'm in my fucking room right now. I have nothing. And right now you're going to hear, and I can't, I'm, in, I'm actually nude. I'm nude. I got my dick out. 15.5 pounds of dick. That's not a joke. That's how big my dick is. I'm grateful for it. I'm not embarrassed for it. 
When chicks see my fucking Abraham Lincoln log splitter, they are fucking, they reel back. They think, I don't know if I can take that. That's a big dick. I've hit the fucking mother load, the holy grail. This is the cup of the, the fucking, this is the fucking chalice. I've just can't, crashed into it. And they see my 15.5 pound dick. And the reason they get scared is this. All chicks measure the depth of their cunt. Always remember that. Now you're going to say, come on, Norm. This is silly. They don't measure the depth of their cunt. Please understand that what I say here is almost 99% true. There's no manufacturer, no fucking makeup stuff. I don't have a goddamn script. This is all based on knowledge that I've acquired. That's how I'm able to talk at this speed. Nobody could fucking be reading this shit, could they, stupid? It's impossible. When I was in fucking college, I helped a chick who is now hopelessly, horribly ugly and so bone thin that you can't believe it. I mean, I didn't even know it was the same chick. She had beautiful brown hair. It went down the middle of her back. The last time I saw her, she looked like she weighed 70 pounds and her fucking hair was coming out the top of her scalp. It looked like something that came out of the well in the ring. Honest to God, it's not a joke. The fucking A, man. I was helping this woman at a university called Ferris State University, and I was taking her shit to the to the fucking place where the garbage would go. It was a building. You'd throw your garbage in there, pull this big door open, throw your garbage. It was the end of the fucking semester. While I was in this room helping her, thinking I was going to get pussy or some shit like that, that's the only reason I would do it, or the only reason you might even do it. I looked to the right, and against the wall was a dildo. It must have been 14 fucking inches long, the biggest dildo I've ever seen, a giant goddamn head, and the head was getting worn down, which means it was in a wet hole all the time. Some chick's in there, yeah, Dad, I'm doing math, and I've got calculus, and I've come up with some new math theory. She hadn't done none of that. She's taking dick nonstop at his fucking expense. He's paying for her to be a whore while she's at college. He's actually paying for her to get dick, and she likes it. I saw this big dildo, and I walked up to the dildo. She said, don't touch that. Later on, somebody told me it was probably her dildo. I don't know if that's true. I, that's just someone else told me this. When I got up to the dildo, there were fine fucking pencil lines every half inch or so, maybe even every quarter inch, and they were circled around the dildo every half inch. What that told me was women fucking check out the size of a dick. Because they want to know if they can take the dick because they've measured the depth of their fuckhole and they're now checking. When they look at your dick, they think, can I take that dick? Can you imagine? You got a little Joey pouch, a kangaroo pouch in between your legs and you got to know the depth. Can you imagine that you had to do this as a man? Fucking amen. I'm fucking telling you, I'm starting to get scared again, man. I'm fucking getting scared and I'm just, hang on a second, man. I got to wind up my light. I got to wind up light in here. I'm sitting in the dark. My cock is out. I gotta see my cock again. There it is. There's my cock. It's, it's everything's okay, man. It's no fucking problem at all, man. It's just all good. There's my dick here. Okay, man. You're fine. There's the light. You see the light? It's, it's okay. Man, don't panic. Huh? I won't let you down, fucking dick. They need to know the depth of their cunt. And they see my 15.5 pounds, 15.5 pounds of dick, that's what I got. When they see that, they think, fucking A, man, look at the size of that goddamn dick, and they panic. And they panic. I've banged women into unconsciousness. That's no shit. I've banged them so fucking hard they've gone unconscious because, let's face it, you are an impaler. You are impaling someone with your dick. 
and they they need to be impaled. And you're impaling them. You're killing them with your cock, aren't you? With your big fucking, your big scud in your pants. You're killing them. Look at that. That's the kind of mind a woman has. Can I take that dick? Look how big it is. It's a big-ass dick. So, I think I lost where I was going to go with that. Maybe not. I hope I didn't. It's a big dick. 15.5 pounds. That's how big my goddamn dick is. I maybe should say it again before I can remember where I was going. That's a big damn dick, motherfucker. I gotta wind up again. It's a, it's a hand generated torch and it, it lights back up. Then the light comes on and I can see my dick and I feel pretty good. So I want to talk about something here. And it's kind of scary. And it's kind of, kind of worrisome. I mean, as I said, I, I have killed people, women, with my dick. The width is what kills them. It's not the length. Because you got a cervix there and shit that'll block your dickhead till it gets to the ovary tree where all the eggs are hanging. I've actually killed women by the width of my cock. It's so goddamn wide that when you look at them, it looks like, uh, you've just never seen gums, the, the lips around the teeth. You've never seen them so fucking pulled back. I mean, stretched back and all their teeth, you can see them perfectly, just gritting their teeth because of the width of my dick. It's not the length, it's always the width. Remember that, man. So, something happened to me, and I, I, I really struggle to think, could I, should I tell these, should I tell the story? And I guess I'm in too deep now because I've been elaborating on it over a short period here now. In the last couple of recordings, I had built a, a ice fishing shanty and I put it on the ice and I had a basement on the ice fishing shanty. How I did that, I put a plexiglass room, I put it in the water before the water froze. The ice held it in place and then I put the ice fishing shanty over it. Well, I was in this thing in the basement of an ice fishing shanty and I was fucking this woman. She was getting herself off with a fucking sex machine that I made in the base, basement of this ice fishing shanty. She's in a basement, bumping off. Well, the goddamn temperatures have been so bad, but not as the last couple of days have been cold again, that the ice fishing shanty, all the water around it, unthawed. It was just water. And while we were fucking, it broke free of the shanty. She went down, and I never found her again. She was in there with a sex machine, and she was willing to die for her fucking orgasm. That's how dedicated women are to this orgasm. They'll eventually tell you to smell their fingers. That's how bad it'll get when you're out with them. Hey, I just came. Want to smell my fingers? You're working next to her in a cubicle in some place. They will mainstream that. Mark my words. Is that a phrase? Mark my words. But the woman disappeared into the lake. I couldn't find her. I went down with her. I tried to, went down looking for her. I used fucking diving shit. I have all kinds of stuff. Use a submarine to find her. And I recently found a woman that's an Indian up here in Michigan. And her Indian name is Running Flaps. That's the truth. Running Flaps. Why she's called Running Flaps, I know why. Because she has a massive flaps that hang from her cunt. Big fucking flaps that pull back and you can put your dick in. Big, gigantic, hanging, loose, floppy flaps. Flaps a stink. Flaps flapping the air like a fucking elephant's ears. Flapping the air as it gets the stink out of that fuckhole. And then these flaps flapping around. What it really is is supposed to be an attractant for a man. He's going to come in now. Running flaps. That's her goddamn Indian name. Now, there is supposedly Indian tribes living up here in Michigan. 
a Comanche, and there's a Sioux up here that came from here from the Old West from the early days there. When they were being fucking pushed out of the fucking old outside the West of America, they were evicted and put in fucking camps and all that. You know that story. Well, some of those people came to Michigan, and they're hidden deep in these woods. And I've heard the fucking war drums. I've heard it. I mean, I'm out in the middle of nowhere. I've heard war drums. I live on 100 acres, and right up to the 100 acres where my place is, there's the National Forest, the the state forest of Michigan. It goes on for a 1,600,000 acres of forest, honest to God. Up the fucking bridge, over the Mackinac Bridge, all into the UP. We got so many trees, it's so desolate, so fucking hidden, you can't believe it. It's that way. Doesn't matter for me, though. I still get pussy up here. Lots of redheads came here when Henry Ford brought in the factory, and they all came here from Ireland. They, if you know where to look, you'll, they'll just come out of the goddamn woods, and they're standing in your yard, and they're ready to fucking pump you off. Honest to God. So her name is Running Flaps. And Running Flaps had heard of my problem about not being able to find the girl who went down in the lake. I couldn't find her. I don't know if she's escaped or climbed out or she's got amnesia or brain damage. Running Flaps, I didn't find her body. Running Flaps says that she's an expert dowser. And a dowser is a person, it's called dowsing. Dowsing, dowser. A dowser is a person that can hold a stick in a certain way or even, even I think even copper copper wires, copper thin, bigger wires. They can hold these dowsing things, a dowsing rod is what they call it, and they can find water. And it's been proven to work. They can find water. You hold these, the stick. It might look like a, like the letter Y. They hold the stick in the Y part. They put the single stick in front of them and it directs them where they can find water. If you're a dowser, you have a dowsing rod, a, a divining rod, I think they call it, divining rod. And, Running Flaps is an expert at this because she's an Indian. I don't know where she comes from. I think she comes possibly from one of the tribes in the woods. She just appears and then suddenly disappears. I don't know if when she comes. I don't know how she got there. I don't hear a cracking branch. But, you know, an Indian is an expert at that kind of thing. You can't hear a cracking branch. You can't hear anything. And, in fact, I, I learned once that because a woman's pussy can be so odorous that the Indian female found a way to avoid that using the leaves of mint. Mint leaves, they would grow it. So they walk around with a stack of fucking mint leaves in their cunt area. You can't smell nothing but mint. You want to fuck them then. You think, wow, I want to fuck her. It's so tremendous. It's just great. Tremendous. So running flaps says to me, I can help find your, your girlfriend. She wasn't my girlfriend. We were, we're just having a casual affair. Sex and fucking, you know, fucking and everything that goes with it. Running Flap says she can help me find her with this rod, this dowser. She's a dowser, a divining rod that finds water. She says she can help me do that. And how does she do that? She told me that in the womb of a female, there can be up to 50 pounds of water, 50 gallons of water in there, especially if they were in a lake or lost last in the lake. That's how big the womb is. 50 gallons of fucking water can fit in a woman's womb. And she says she can find her by this water in her goddamn womb, in this and my girlfriend's that went down in the under the shanty. He, she can find her using a divining rod. She's a dowser expert. And I have to admit, while she stands near me, I do smell mint. And I've read that the Apaches, Iroquois, Sioux, the females would put mint leaves in their cunt, in their whatever they used, whatever fur that was in their in their drawers for underwear. They would put that in there, and you wouldn't smell them when they were on the goddamn rag whatsoever. 
I mean, that's interesting, isn't it? They would also take sheep and they would shear the sheep wool and they'd ball that all up and put that in their cunt. And when they were done, when the period was over, they just throw the fucking thing out in the goddamn prairie or in the, in the wet fucking flatlands. And that was it. And so nice and tidy. So I said, yeah, okay, let's do that. Now, the last time I talked to you, we ended up fucking. And that always is what happens with me because I'm really good looking. It's not a joke. I've got bright green eyes, six foot two, well-spoken. I mean, listen to me. You're glued to what I say. And now imagine what a bitch is when I'm around her. I just say stupid stuff to sell myself out to get pussy. And I don't understand why I do that when I know all the fucking reasons why not to get pussy. Nobody really knows why. Why you want tits, you don't know why. Can't have them, can't take them home with you, nothing. You just want them. It's for that little time, I guess. So I met up with Running Flaps. I have trouble with her name because running flaps is, is really, I think, about her cunt because of her big lips, her big cunt lips, the flaps hanging down from her fucking fuckhole. They're just hanging there. And I think if I, to, like I said, to use my mind and you too, you know what I think like. I think the big swinging flaps are like fucking pancakes. Try to imagine you've made a flapjack or a pancake. I don't know what you call them where you are. Flapjack, a pancake, a crepe. You've made this thing. And you've cut it in half. Maybe it's an eight-inch pancake. You've cut it in half. And now take that one half and attach it to her cunt and put the other half on the other side of her cunt. That's what running flaps cunt looks like. And I believe it's to, to kind of move the air around the cunt, get that stench out, and try to draw in another dick so he can blow his two-part poxy, his white hope, and then that fuck hole, pass that cervix and into her goddamn egg tree, and then you're screwed. That's what I think it, it probably does. And... I, I really learned a lot from her. So I went out with running flaps. We met. Now I have an Argo Frontier six-wheel vehicle. The Argo Frontier is an old six-wheel big balloon tire ATV, I guess. And it has an 18-horsepower engine. You can pull just two levers. There's two levers that control it. They're chrome-plated or stainless steel. Probably not stainless. You pull the levers and you pull it back or front. If you want to go faster, you push it forward. If you want to slow down or stop, you pull it back. And you can make this six-wheel thing go through anything. There are these big balloon tires with big flippers on them. You can drive through lakes, streams, bogs, quicksand, rivers, whatever, brooks. You can drive through anything with this thing. It's absolutely fantastic. It's got a big drop-down fiberglass body. You can take, lift it off the unit or put it on the unit as two bench seats, but you take the fiberglass body off so that you can work on the stuff below it, which is where the engine is, the clutch is, these big belts are, and other things. It's the greatest machine. Now, when I first got it, it wasn't functioning, but it is functioning incredibly now because I have that kind of a mind. I'll sit on something for hours and days and weeks until I can solve it, till I can learn it, even if I don't know it. And then I'll be an expert at it. I don't know how that works like that, probably because I've familiarized myself so much with it. And now you get this tremendous surge of confidence that you didn't have before, and there's nothing you can't do to that vehicle or whatever it is you're working on. So running flaps comes to my house, and we're going to go with this divining rod, her dowsing skills, into the woods near the lake so that if she's alive, if she's somehow come out of the water, the girl I was fucking in my acrylic room below the fucking ice fishing shanty, she just went down to the bottom. I swam to the surface and I never saw her again. I think I owe her at least to be able to try to find her or show effort. Running Flaps comes to my house, the Indian, and you can kind of hear her come to the house. This is not a joke. You can, 
kind of here come to the house and only in this way. No branches, no, no, no footsteps, no fucking cracking or crunching or, or gravel noises as you walk. The only way I could positively say that I hear her coming is when her flaps on her cunt slap together. It's like a slapping sound. And a slapping, you ever hear that? Like a, like a slapping sound. Like, like if you took a piece of wet bacon or, or uncooked bacon and you slapped it onto the kitchen counter. That's what her flaps sound like when they hit. That's the only way that I believe that I can tell if running flaps is in the area. So running flaps shows up. She's got about three and a spare dowsing rod made out of this copper, these copper, not wires, but thicker than wire. She's got those, and they're bent into like an L. And I say, that's the equipment we'll need, running flaps? And she says, yes, that's what we'll need. Now, as I'm looking at her, I'm thinking about the fucking she took from me. Honest to God, I fucked her over a stump. I think I told you about it in the last recording. I fucked her, I bent her over a stump and banged her out from the rear. And I told you, it's the whip that gets you. When you hear her make this sound, that means that your wide has made her come to life, has, has, has really, you've really sparked some interest there. And I remember banging her out in that way with my whip and hearing that sound as she bent over. Now, she's an Indian. She's probably been banged out many times. That's why they have these huge cuntle flaps to draw in a lot of dick, so I don't feel guilty. But she's never had a 15.5-pound dick. Is there any engine in the world in the history of American Indians that's ever had a 15.5-pound dick? I think not. I mean, it doesn't matter. She's seen everything, done everything, scalp people, whatever. She's never seen that kind of meat hanging from somebody just below their fucking dollar ninety nine Walmart fucking made in oil plastic belt. Made with oil, made petroleum, whatever. Says she ever no. So she comes over, she's got all the rods. I got the fucking the Argo Frontier eighteen horsepower engine all ready to go. I have a little tank in the backyard that I bought. Now, the tank is round. It holds 25 gallons of gasoline. It has four stainless steel posts or legs below it. It's like gasoline on the spot because I'm so goddamn rural. I bought this to fill it with 25 pounds of gasoline. It's like a gasoline storage tank. It has a hose and it has a fucking thing you can push at the end to get the, let the gas out. So I gassed up the fucking Argo Frontier. Running flaps is there, and as I'm looking at her, I'm thinking about the beating she took, the sexual beating she took from me as I banged her out. I mean, if you've never, you've never humped an Indian, a genuine Indian, you don't know where she comes from, she comes and goes, her name is Running Flaps, this isn't a joke. If you've ever banged out an Indian like that, humped an Indian, you really feel free. You feel like you're part of the Americana landscape. Every time or each that time I banged her out and I have incredible staying power. I can get the width going again and I jam the width in. When I get the width going, I can do this to any chick, especially an American chick. When they see my dick, when they feel the wrath of it, it's the same sound I hear every time. I've heard it for fucking years and years and years. It's like that. They're gritting their teeth. They're trying to be a sport about it and they're trying to take it. Now, they've all measured their cunt. I've told you why. They want to know if they can take your dick when they eventually bump into you. 
You'll be about the 130,000th person they'll try to suck and fuck, and there you are. Little goddamn pretty thing, she's been worse. Oh, fuck, I don't know. I, I think I, I'm finally on the board of life. I, I am finally, I'm on the board of life. I, I feel so good. I feel so empowered. I, I think I'll fucking bore out another 300 extra holes while I'm running the drill press at the fucking factory I work at. Fucking running flaps gets on the my Argo Frontier. I get on the Argo Frontier. And I've got all the same shit I have. Peppermint schnapps in my coffee. It's in a sandwich. It's a fake sandwich. I got a thermos bottle and I put booze in that. I got fucking uh, my marijuana, my fucking pecaning paralyzer. Fucking 97% THC. And this isn't shit that's grown legally. It's so powerful that it's not legal. But I get it for free because a chick I humped up here, her parents own... This fucking grow house, this wholesale place up here in Michigan. They're all over the place now, especially on people with property because now you can grow lots of it. She gives me all the pinconning paralyzer I want. I'm up to five bricks now. Now a brick of fucking good weed for $5,000. Can you imagine something like that? I got $20,000 in marijuana at my resource, at my, I can just reach for it and smoke the fuck out of it. I have it right there like you might have a, a container of Nestle's Quick or a fucking package or a cookie jar filled with oatmeal cookies. I can reach right for the goddamn weed. It's a magnet for bitches, too. You know that. She gets on the fucking Argo Frontier. And when she gets on the Argo Frontier, I look down and I can see the flaps hanging out from her short dress. It's, it's like a mini skirt dress. And then she's sort of put this like uh period the section of fucking feathers it's really sexy and i think her flaps are stirring up the air with regards to her pussy because i smell it straight away i mean i can i'm gobsmacked by the stench of her pussy it's not like like you'd get with an american bitch's pussy where you're gagging and shit. I once had a chick like that. We were out in a GMC Jimmy. I was young. I was in high school. She took me out of this place. We parked by railroad tracks. We were making out for a while. And then she said, would you kiss me down there? What she? I didn't even know what the fuck that meant. But I sure made up for it. Would you kiss me down? She wanted me to eat her out. The stench of the pussy was so strong in there, it kept me away from women for fucking like a year, two years at least. The water was pooling running down the side and sides of the fucking gmc jimmy and it was all filled with stink rolling drops of water you ever see that a lot of moisture in a car big rolling drops of stink filled with her pussy juice it really got bad it amplified it and i never forgot that so i'm especially aware of that i like bitches if they now that i've learned this if they come to my house if you show up if you've got a bunch of fucking mint leaves in your panties it'll be no problem we'll be okay we're fine now. Or you got a fucking, I don't know what else. What else you could require? Douche pump, a bag. I don't really know. So running flaps, I can smell her pussy. And we're all loaded up. We've got her dividing rods. She's really good looking. And we take off. I start up the Argo Frontier and we're on our way. Now I'm going to take the Argo Frontier along the other side of the lake and into the woods because that's where I figure if she's alive, she might be in a stupor, might have been oxygen deprived, might have gone retard. And I go over there to thinking that that's a good spot to find her with running flaps. Now, as I'm going along, alongside the lake, it's really bumpy there. We're going to go find a chick that I think is likely dead from the fucking the bottom of my ice fishing shanty falling out. I think she di probably died. I didn't want to say that. 
because she has family and shit. As we're going alongside the lake, and I'm going to go to the woods to try to find this chick who's probably a zombie now or something like that, oxygen deprivation. Last thing she did was have an orgasm as she was sinking in the water and drowning, whatever. As we're running alongside the lake, there's all kinds of bumps there and shit. Lots of bumps and dips and valleys alongside the lake. And I kind of get stuck in one area. But it's no problem. I got the six-wheel, fucking six wheels, honest to God. Argo Frontier ATV. And as I'm trying to pull it forward and backwards, I look over at running flaps. And her goddamn tits are bouncing and moving up and moving down and moving all over. And her legs are spread, honest to God. And I know the flaps on her cunt, running flaps, flaps, cunt flaps, are pushing out all kinds of the sexual attractant. And they start to pop a goddamn rod. When I start to pop a rod, it's terrible. It's like it's like fucking David Banner and the Hulk. My dick is so big that you start to hear tearing cloth. You start to hear seams get, go away or, or let, let way or, or giving away. You start to hear these seams giving away in my panties because my dick is growing so big. Remember, I got width and length, which isn't normal. I could have made a living in porn. I wish I would have done something like that. It would have been a lot easier than being in the arts. And I, I probably be, wouldn't do this. be doing this now. I start to hear the fabric tearing in the thing in my pants. And I've heard this before. I've heard it on and off. When I was younger, I used to wear Fruit of the Loom, Fruit of the Loom underwear, and they'd give way too. Just start ripping the fuck out of them and tearing, and the seams going, and the uncomfortableness, and I felt tightness in my chest, and I couldn't breathe, and it was my dick. It was trying to control me. When I see her tits start flapping around, I stop trying to get unstuck. I stop trying to get unstuck. She looks over at me. She's holding on to a divining rod. And she's holding in her hand, it's the, like a letter Y. Look up a divining rod, imbecile. It's a letter Y, and she's holding it in her hands, one on one of the Y, the other on the I, on the other top of the Y, and then the sticks forward. It looks like she's trying to gesture to me like she wants dick, like she's pointing or aiming at dick. And we never did get to, to looking for the bitch that went down in the water that probably is dead. We never got to do any of that shit. Because her tits were jumping and bouncing and moving up and down and flopping around and her hair was moving in the fucking windows. I was, and I couldn't do, I couldn't do anything, man. Anything I wanted to do, I couldn't do anymore. You should have saw the tits moving. You should have saw her thighs. They were loose on the bone like I like and the meat was just kind of like swinging and shit and swinging and moving back and forth. And when I look closer, because I got this kind of ability to see things that others don't see she was riddled in goosebumps you know what goosebumps are man goosebumps are cum holders you know what i mean by a cum holder they grow out of the skin and when you blow your fucking load they hang onto the cum like a cactus like a bunch of leaves blew past a highly thorn thorny cactus out in the desert they, they hold on to the cum they hold on to the the perspiration all over her goddamn body. They just hold on to it and grip it onto her. She becomes like this big cum thing, a metamorphosis, like a fucking caterpillar has gone butterfly. It's like that. She's covered in cum because the goosebumps want to clutch onto all that cum, want to clutch onto that, all that fucking perspiration with her endorphins in it, with her, all that shit that's inside of it for fucking. You probably didn't know that. See a girl all goosebumped up. It means she's ready to be coated in cum. 
She's ready to morphous, metamorphose into something else. These are the fucking things it holds on to. Like when you used to plaster walls, they would put down wood inside, wood frame inside the old house. And the, the plaster would go between the gaps between the wood so it would hold the plaster. It's like that. It's like going to cling on to the cum and she's going to be plastered and become something anew. I couldn't help but think that. I, I've always thought of that. Pheromones all coming out of her, stuck onto these little goosebumps, mountains of fucking pleasure, little tiny mountains. If you looked at them in a microscope, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get any further. Man, I took the goddamn thing out of her hand, the divining rod. I threw the other dividing rods up. The seats will push forward if you want to push them forward. The front bench seat will push forward. I pushed it forward and pulled her to the back by her goddamn hair. Her jugs were enormous and hot and bubbling. I could tell. Pardon me, fuckstick. <sighs> you know that they actually heat up the fat inside a tit will start to get hotter and hotter and hotter because it knows it's about to get dick. All the goosebumps. And I banged her out right there, honest to God. It's not a joke. I spread her fucking legs. I got to the back of the Argo Frontier fucking 18 horsepower thing and I bent her legs back and I banged her from the fucking rear. It, it really looked like porn. I remember making a sound and kind of my mouth kind of changing position like a crooked half smile I was as I was banging around and I remember stepping on the fucking the thing you used the divining rod the wooden one and I could hear it break and somehow that even turned me on even more got me even going even further and I could feel the wide as it went in and of course I heard the same goddamn sound I may be addicted to that sound I'm not sure Maybe it's not about fucking at all to me. Maybe it's about hearing this goddamn sound when wide goes into the hole. This sound, it will stay with you like it does me for years. You've been listening to the one and only... My dick is enormous. There is no escape. We meet at the big clock in cyberspace. It's dark out there in cyberspace. It's scary out there in cyberspace. You're out there in cyberspace. You're frozen with fear. You don't know what to do. You're looking up. You're looking down. You're looking to the right. You're looking to the left. It's windy out. You don't know what to do. You're frozen. Till eventually and quite abruptly, you hear this distant chiming clock in the background. And you follow the chiming clock until it gets louder and louder and louder. Eventually bringing you upon this brightly illuminated place in cyberspace. There are thousands of people there. They're holding hands. They're smiling. They've been waiting for you. There's that thing that brought you to this place in the first place. It's a tower. A hundred, hundred and fifty feet tall. Brown bricks. Tan mortar. Way at the top of this tower is a glass bezel. It's a clock. It's backlit. And above that is this chimey bell-like thing that brought you to this place in the first place. And you know why you're at this place in the first place. You're here to clear out your pains, your frustrations, your aches, your woes, your disappointments, your hurts. 
the person that died on you, the ramen noodles you're sick of eating, the credit cards you can't pay off, the apartment you can't pay for, the house you think you'll maybe never own, the bitch who left you, the guy who left you. You're here to clear all those pains and frustrations out. And how do we do that? Well, the moment you heard my voice, you were instantly and automatically filled up with this highly absorbent orange-colored solution. It's been inside your body sloshing about this entire recording. And now, at the end of this recording, we lie you gently down, we pop the corks in your toes, and all of that highly absorbent orange-colored solution comes gushing out of your body. Look at it. It's forming a small mini lake alongside you. It's orange-colored. It's rusty. It stinks. It's toxic. We shake your feet getting out the last drops of highly absorbent orange-colored solution and replace the corks in your toes. You can't believe how good you feel. You feel like you can go on another second, another minute, another day, another hour, another year, maybe infinitely. It doesn't matter that a friend of yours is making $250,000 a year and lives in a million-dollar house. It doesn't matter that another friend of yours has got the best-looking bitch you've ever seen or another friend of yours has the best-looking dude you've ever seen. None of that shit matters. All that matters is how good you feel right now. You know you can feel this good anytime you want to. Anytime you're in duress, anytime you feel like you can't go on another second, all you gotta do is think of the big chiming clock in cyberspace where you meet your pal, your friend, Norm Augustinus. And instantly and almost automatically, you'll feel refreshed and clear. You know the best part of this recording, the most important part of this recording, at least to me, is that for one hour, we were friends. Friend, I enjoyed myself. I hope you did too. Write me, normaugustinus at gmail.com. Tune in again for another exciting episode from the amazing mind of Norm Augustinus. Dear Mabel Rose, I have come up with an incredible business that I believe will make me rich. Let me explain. Did you know that over 100 million inflatable sex dolls are sold in America every year? These sex dolls are made of thin, cheaply made vinyl. For the most part, men like fucking the holes that come with these sex inflatables. However, many of the owners of these inflatable dolls wish the asshole of the doll was bigger. This is where I come in. In every city in America, I will rent a small building and install a large neon sign in front of that building. The people that work in these buildings will be able to enlarge the asshole of any inflatable vinyl doll while the customer waits in our climate-controlled, posh waiting rooms. My slogan is, Bigger Assholes in 10 Minutes Guaranteed. According to my research, when a man is fucking the asshole of a vinyl doll, the vinyl asshole of the sex doll almost always disintegrates. Once the shithole is blown apart and the air gushes out of the sex doll, the fun is over. The owners of these damaged vinyl inflatable dolls discard them, when in reality, the inflatable sex doll could have been used for many, many more years. I call my company Sex Doll Fuckhole Enlarging Incorporated. Mabel Rose, could you send me $1.2 million so that I can get my vinyl asshole enlarging shops in every city in America? Please get the check to me ASAP. 
If you give me the cash, I will give you the Detroit Vinyl Inflatable Asshole Enlarging Shop that will eventually be built on 8 Mile and Woodward Avenue. You could enlarge inflatable sex doll assholes and make enough money to live comfortably until the day you die. Love, Norman. P.S. I bumped into your big-titted little sister at the winter carnival held in the Target parking lot. There were rides and food and even animals there. I was working as a volunteer in the haunted roller coaster ride. When I saw your big-titted little sister get on the car and travel down the tracks, I positioned myself near the haunted volcano inside the haunted roller coaster ride. All the cars stop at the haunted volcano for one minute while the rider watches hot lava stream down a volcano. While they watch the lava, their picture is taken, and then when they exit the ride, they are given the photograph. While your big-titted little sister watched the lava, I bent her over the car she was seated in, and I drilled her cum with my giant cum-filled dong. I ran out of time, so I pulled my schlong out of her beaver, and when I pulled it out, my jism flowed out of her tight pussy very much like the two-minute-long black-and-white 16-millimeter hot lava film she had just watched. When her car emerged from the haunted roller coaster ride, your big-titted little sister was given a photograph that showed her ass in the air and my hot cum bubbling out from her tight cum. Attention, Winter Carnival attendees. This is Baloney Pony, the Winter Carnival manager. Right now, you can buy a ticket for the Haunted Roller Coaster Ride for only $5. Folks, the women that have attended this carnival can't say enough good things about this ride. There are at least 10 cars on the tracks ready to roll into the Haunted Roller Coaster Ride. Ladies, run over to one of these cars right now. Claim your seat. If you don't see a puddle of cum, on the seat or a torn up soiled pair of panties on the floor of your car. I'll give you the ticket for free. Watch the lava flow down the volcano as you guzzle jarfuls of cum or take 10 inches to your crapper. This ride is guaranteed to awe and amaze you. This is Baloney Pony, the Winter Carnival Manager. That is all. Fuck! Ah! Fuck! Ah! Fuck! Ah! Fuck! Ah! Fuck! Ah! Women are constipated three times more than men. When you're walking down the halls and your balls hit the walls, it's a rupture.